Night Papua New Guinea. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about my day today. In particular, the the moments just before the sun went down. I took a drive up to Sugeri with my sons and we observed the scenery, not just the natural scenery, but the man-made scenery, the, the footprint of man. And I tell you what, it's very, it's very disturbing to see what is happening, because what is happening along the road to Sugeri is actually what is happening throughout the country. I've been throughout the country, and everywhere I go, I'm reminded that there is change, and it's not change for the better. Places are looking worse than they used to be insofar as human activity is concerned. They're reeling from human activity. Their natural environment, the natural landscape is being plundered, if you will, being defaced, if you will. I think defaced is the better word. And everywhere you go about where there are humans, there is just so much destruction. The carelessness with which humanity is like a cancer spreading throughout Papua New Guinea is just mind-blowing. It's breathtaking. And driving up to Sugeri, I saw on, you know, as you drive up the road, you look either left, right, and you can't see the beauty of nature. You cannot be awed by nature anymore because of the filth that is just strewn across the entire length and breadth of that road all the way up. And then there's buildings that are coming up, shanty towns, shacks, disorderly, tin, plastic, very unsightly and uh, disgusting to see, you know, plastic coverings and wrappings of all sorts are all over the place, there's beer cans, beer bottles, and rubbish everywhere, there's burnt grass, unkempt lawns, it's just filthy, I mean, the whole country is becoming a giant settlement, that's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing. And each year, every time I drive by a particular road that I haven't been for some time, I am amazed by the fact, though I'm not amazed, but I am sadly observant of the fact that things aren't getting better. I drove by on my way back the Nine Mile Cemetery and, well, I'll tell you what, the way we treat our dead is an indicator insofar as what type of country we live in. Hey, kids playing, not kids, grown men, sorry, playing soccer in the cemetery. All the headstones closest to the roads were graffitied. There were people sleeping on the headstones, drunkards, playing cards. How could you do this? These are the loved ones of people, of families. And there is absolutely no remorse, no 
sense of you know respect this drive this afternoon drive just was quite depressing to be honest and I I'm trying not to be a pessimist but I, I can't help but take notice of the facts I can't help but take note of the realities around me you know the discarded burnt shells of vehicles that were involved in accidents just not too long ago the unsightly unrestrained and unregulated building of shanties and shacks on land that is either state land or traditional land but that has been illegally taken over by whoever you know plastics strewn all over the place newspapers cans bottles people wandering around everywhere spitting betel nut skin here and there cigarette packets empty bottles and cans and the list goes on and the thing is we see this and we become numb to it that's what's happening people children are seeing this and becoming numb to it this is normal this is their normal they now not only accept it but they expect it if they don't see this they will feel strange they will feel odd that something's not right you know our right has become wrong and what is wrong has become right it's normalized we are living in very strange times and I'm sad to say that I don't see the country I mean there's development happening yes in Port Moresby fancy big buildings coming up to accommodate the pirates that are coming into this country because in this madness they see opportunity they see a people who are barely able to protect themselves or their land or their resources from the plunder that will and must happen and the keepers of the gate the keepers of the economy those who are elected officials and senior bureaucrats and so forth well they're willing to facilitate entry into this economy for a fee they let anyone and everyone and anybody in criminals con men scam artists plunderers pirates transnational corporations and cartels doesn't matter they're all here and the people don't realize this and they don't seem to care that's what's really really disturbing for people like me who look around and see all this and I, I despair because I know what Papua New Guinea was. It was a beautiful country. It was beautiful hope. I don't know what went wrong and who to blame and why it's going wrong. Is it us? Is it our leadership? Is it the fact that we're a tribal system and we're too innocent and accommodating and don't want to offend? Have we been over-Christianized? Have we been over-colonialized? Is trade and aid the weaponry used to dismantle us, make us subservient, make us blind. You see that deteriorating education system so we are so ignorant that we don't even recognize threats anymore and opportunities. I don't know what it is. I can't place my finger on it right now. I'm just saying that wherever I drive, wherever I look, the evidence of deterioration of a nation is very grim and explicit everywhere you look. You know, it's, it's not in patches, it's an entire road, it's an entire suburb. We are becoming a giant settlement.
I don't know if things will improve. Maybe we have to lose everything. Maybe there has to be the loss and pain that comes with it until eventually we realize. You know, it is said that you don't know what you have until it's gone. We certainly don't know what we have. If we did, we would take care of it. We would love it and be, you know, protective in a very jealous way. And we would try to establish some form of respect. And that can only be done by, you know, ensuring there is order. And that can be done only from the top, really. Leadership. What who puts these leaders there? The people. They know what they were doing. It's all an education process, perhaps. This pain and suffering. Maybe after learning much from that, we can change. Was it because we were just given or gifted independence? We didn't really earn it. We didn't really shed any tears or blood or suffering or pain, so we can't place any value on it. So we don't know that it is precious, that it's valuable, that it's an amazing country, so blessed with resources. It's hard to say. This is just a Sunday Oh, sorry, it's not Sunday, it's Saturday. It feels like a Sunday. I normally have these type of rants on Sundays. I don't record them always. I rent them in the car to whoever's with me at that time and feel a bit better about it, having done that, and then I go home to wherever and lock up my room and just listen to music and paint and try and forget that my country is plummeting towards a state of despair and misery that I can't even want to comprehend, I, I can't think about. This is Gary Jufa. Good night, Papua New Guinea. Good night, Papua New Guinea. Saturday night. Everyone's out and about doing whatever. I've been driving around Port Moresby and I went to Sugari and, you know, just running around doing some errands uh, before I head back home on Monday. And, you know, wherever I look, I, am, I just despair at the state of our nation. I'm trying my best to be optimistic, you know. I've been thinking about how I can be positive, how I can overlook the negatives and focus on the positives. But, but it's so hard, so hard when the reality is that if you were to compare what we have today to what we have yesterday well I mean things aren't improving that's that's the reality and you can't ignore the reality you know no matter what we say no matter how positive you try to be and how you try to you know say everything's fine things are going great the economy is doing well look you know there are new buildings coming up and we're building new roads and we all need loans because that's what countries do and that's how we are all going to improve I mean, you can say all that, but the fact is, you know, the eyes don't lie. And everywhere I drive, I'm just confronted with the, you know, the negative footprint of, of people. Everywhere you look, there's misery. Roads are decaying. There's rubbish everywhere. There's filth everywhere. There's unregulated buildings. There's land grabbing galore. There's no respect. There's crime, rampant crime, drunk and disorderly behavior everywhere. You know, it's become so common, so normal that it's now no longer accepted only, but it's expected. 
I drove to Sogeri and I was shocked. I haven't been up that way for some time and I decided to take a drive. The entire length and breadth of that road, left and right, both sides of the road, filth. Plastic, broken bottles, cans, filth. Everywhere you look. And cropping up alongside the roads are shanty towns, shacks, filthy little shacks. You know, very unsightly. We are becoming a giant settlement. That's really what's happening to us as a nation. And it's very, very sad. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be that way. It was never that way for so long. What happened? In the last 10 years, things have really gotten bad. The, the escalating deterioration is just... You can't ignore it. It's all over the place. It's everywhere you look. The moment you drive out of your yard, your house, you are confronted with decay, with deteriorating values and a nation that seems to be slipping into chaos and anarchy. The only development that's taking place is the big buildings that are coming up to accommodate transnational corporations that are turning up to make a lot of money because they know that, you know, despite how bad things are, this country is, is, is a resource-rich nation. A resource-rich nation with, you know, leadership that does not seem to care about the interests of this country or its people, current or future. And I can't blame this leadership because it's been that way since 1975, 16 September. It has been that way, you know. I'm rambling and ranting and raving perhaps, but I, look, being optimistic, positive, and whatnot is one thing. Trying not to be pessimistic or negative is another. However, being real is what we should all strive to be. You know, from that point, you can either be negative or positive. But if the real is bad, then the negative is terrible. And the positive, well, that's just the dream. A, a elusive dream, it seems. One that you can really find difficult to attain because it just seems too far away. Good night, Papua New Guinea. Two roads diverged in the yellow wood. And sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear though worse for that the passing there had warned them really about the same and both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference.